What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. I'm Max. I'm Sam. I'm Joey. And today on tap, we have a discussion on freedom. Freedom! But before we go into freedom, Sam, we have something to figure out, buddy. Uh, we're not going to figure it out today. No, we are. But I feel like we should let people know what we argue about. We've been arguing about this for a year and a half, guys. All right, so who would win in a fight? A fully grown silverback gorilla or fully grown grizzly bear? Well, there's two reasonably reasonable people in here because two of them vote for the silverback gorilla. Yes, and they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can do this podcast okay. anymore. Well, here's the thing. Go. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and Sam disagrees with this. Whatever. So uh, my the biggest pro, and Sam, you can tell me the biggest pro about the bear, but I, about a full-grown grizzly bear. The, the, the pro about a silverback gorilla, they have thumbs. Thumbs. Agility and thumbs. Agility. They can grab no stuff. And make, what are they going to do? Call timeout and then go grab a tree and then bang the gorilla or the dude, bear over her head with it or something like that? Dude, what? they're going to jump it? up in a tree and then come down on top of the bear and hey, start banging its head. Bears can climb too, guys. I don't know if you can like that. a gorilla Not as quick. Also, they can grab rocks. Bears. You ever seen a bear grab a rock before? He doesn't need to. He just hits people with this huge paws. Can we talk about freedom? Yeah, let's talk. About, I mean, this is never going to be settled. Let's just talk about freedom. That's let's right. talk about why the bear is free to beat the gorilla. Let's talk about that. Oh, my gosh. All right. Whatever. All right. So this is a topic that uh, we've been wanting to discuss, and we find we find it foundational to what we're doing. Yeah. You know? So, like, uh, it was really motivated by Joey on this particular topic, so we'll let him start it off and tell us what he thinks and kind of what, what's going on here with this freedom discussion. Yeah, I thought... Um I thought freedom would be a great thing to talk about because I think there's a lot of confusion about what real freedom is out there, like in our culture right now, um, especially in America, you know, like land of the free, home of the brave. We really value it. Land of the Big Mac. Land of the, uh, yeah. Land of the it Big is? Mac. It is. Cheeseburgers. I guess. Cheeseburgers. You guys wow. McDonald's people? Uh, uh, I'd like to say no, but kind of sometimes. Yeah. I haven't had it in a while. It's a guilt. It's a guilt. Thing. I think I definitely prefer Wendy's if we, if we had to, I'm Wendy's sorry. Is good. Wendy's is good. I, but, but like, yeah, but the popular culture, right? They, they say, what is freedom? It's just doing basically whatever, do I whatever do, right? I want yeah. and I'm free. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, I think what, uh, what we want to say is no, that's not actually the full sense of what true freedom is. We on one level, it's freedom. On one level is freedom, right? Because I, okay. So like freedom, it does involve like the exercise of personal agency and like free will, yep. right? Like you have to be able like you make decisions and that's part of being free is being able to do that. So for sure, like that's, that's part of freedom, but that's not the whole thing. Um, the catechism, uh, of the Catholic church, which is an awesome book. If you don't know what it is, it's pretty much a compilation of the church's like intellectual and spiritual tradition for the past 2000 years. So great book. Um, not infallible, not infallible, but, But uh, if you're Catholic, you got to get one. Yeah. Got to get one. And even if you're not, I'd recommend it. Um, It's a great read actually. So it's got a whole section on freedom, which we, we kind of looked at for this, for this, uh, for this episode. And one of the things that it says that stood out to me, it says, the more one does what is good, the freer one becomes. It says there is no true freedom except in the service of what is good and just. So, okay. So like, what does it mean? I've been trying to think of a, I've been trying to think of a good example to like kind of illustrate, you know, this kind of dynamic. So you'll have to let me know if this is a good example, but probably not. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be gibberish, but like, okay. So freedom, we're saying freedom is not just the ability to choose whatever you want but the ability to choose what's good. Right. And so if you're going to choose what's good, you have to know what it is. You have to know what's good. Yeah. And you have to have a firm and resolute will to be able to choose that thing once you've learned that it's good. Right. Right. Okay. So, okay. So here's an example. You take a, you take a little kid. Let's, let's call him Timmy. 
Oh, Timmy. Is that okay? That's Is that a, a fair cool? name, yeah. Timmy. I think it's good. I think it rings. Yeah, um, he's, probably, he's probably a loser. All right, so Timmy loves chocolate cake. Loves chocolate cake. All right. As most kids do, because they're reasonable and they know that chocolate is much better than vanilla. That's true. Any objections there? No, Just, I no, think no, no, we no, agree. Wow, yeah, we yeah. might actually agree on this. Okay, there First we go. Time. All right. Chocolate cake is better. Wow. Okay, so Timmy loves chocolate cake like a normal kid. Let's say he's seven years old. You put Timmy in a room by himself, and you bring him in a chocolate cake, and you see, here you go, Timmy. Eat as much as you want. What's Timmy going to do? Eat as much cake as he wants. As he possibly could. Right, he's going to eat the whole thing if yeah. he can. And if there's ice cream, he'd ice cream to, with he'd, cake. He'd want some ice cream too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but that's not good for Timmy. Like he's going to get sick if he does that. Uh, I think he will. Yeah, we'll get sick. He'll get sick. He right. It's not going to be good for him. So if Timmy has parents, which we're presuming he's not an orphan in this example, if Timmy has parents and they love him, <laughs> they're going to, uh, they're going to limit the amount of cake that he can eat. They're not going to put a whole cake in front of him and say, Timmy, have at it. No. They're going to say, Timmy, no, you can have like one piece of cake, maybe two. Right. So why would they limit him? So, so this, that's just, that's the question. Yeah. So here's what we have to ask. When, his, when, when, when the parents limit Timmy's cake, are they restricting his freedom? That's a good question, Joe. What do you think? That's a good, well, I think in one sense, yes. So like in a modern understanding of freedom, we'd say yes. Like they're taking away his ability to choose to eat more cake, right? right? right, right. So like in that level, yes. But like I think any good parent and any person with common sense would say, no, they're not restricting this kid's freedom. They're right. doing what's good for him. Right. They're actually like training him in true freedom. And so what's going to happen is over time, his parents are going to keep saying no to me. You can only have one or two pieces of cake. I know you want the whole thing, but you can only have one or two. As time goes on, Tim's going to start to like understand and like get the point and yeah. be like, oh, I can't eat a whole cake before a football game. I can't do that, even yeah. though it looks really good. Yeah. He's going to be able to start to choose for himself. Okay, even though I want this whole cake right now. I'm not going to have the whole thing. I'm just going to eat one or two pieces. And the more and more he makes that decision, the easier and easier it's going to become to make that decision. Yeah. And that's like growing in true freedom. He knows what's good for him and he's able to choose it despite the fact that his desires prompt him to eat the whole thing. Yeah. So, okay. I may ask you a question. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying, so it sounds like you're saying that there's a lot of apparent goods out there. Like the chocolate cake can be extended to more like scenarios. Right. 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 I mean, there's like apparent anything. goods out there that see, they might feel good or look good and you kind of want to go to them. But there's authentic goods that we're going for. Right? Yeah. And that's what we're trying to aim for. So right. when we can freely choose this authentic good, which is actually grounded in one thing, not very surprising there. But so, yeah. we, you know, we choose this authentic good. That's when we're authentically free. That's right? when we really become free, when we are able to choose the good. So that's why the, the catechism says, it says, the more one does what is good, the freer one becomes. And then it goes on to say, the choice to disobey and to do evil, it's not true freedom, but it's an abuse of freedom that it says mm. it leads to the, it leads to the slavery of sin. Right. So, like one of the things that would be opposed to freedom would be like like violence is what it's saying. Yeah. Like if, like if you're yeah if you're being if you're doing what you should not be doing, you're enslaved to it. You're committing violence to your own freedom. Right. Like if Timmy eats the whole cake all the time and his parents never say no, then eventually Timmy's going to grow up and he's not going to be able to moderate appropriately the amount of cake that he eats and he's going to overeat and he's going to get unhealthy. And this, this could apply to any, I mean, this could apply to alcohol. This could apply to even like treating others with kindness. You have to practice doing these things that are good for you in order to become free to be able to do them. Yeah. And and that's what virtue is, right? Repeatedly doing the good over and over again. Exactly. Being able to do that constantly that's yeah. what we're going for sam you brought up an example or you, you you said you made a distinction between a real good and an apparent good yeah. can you give us one apparent good well i mean example. yeah so like apparent goods are like something like i said that makes you feel good or like it like so i think an easy example is like drugs right so like yeah like, like right you get like a sensation that feels good when you do like a drug right and like pleasure it is a good thing right in and of itself it is yeah but when you kind of 
are a slave to that feeling, then that's when it becomes bad, right? Because right. it's, it's we're going through authentic good things. So mm-hmm. when we're doing drugs, it might feel good, but actually it's destroying our body mm-hmm. and it's destroying our relationships and destroying everything about our lives because right. yeah. we're dependent on it. And the more you do it, the more and more and more you become dependent so, on it. So like also one of the things I know that motivates a lot of people to do drugs, it's like they want to have some spirituality to their life. Interesting. Right? Yeah. So like, the apparent good is this drug is going to take me there. Yeah. To that spiritual dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The real good is trying to go to the spiritual dimension. Yeah. But via a bad tool. Right. So it's like a counterfeit. That's, right. You know, that's kind of being an imposter for the right. real thing. And so like, so like a real good would be prayer. Yeah. Right. Because like you're actually reaching the spiritual dimension. We innately desire right. to achieve. And in accord with our nature, not exactly in a way that's are. harming us. Correct. Right. Yeah. Because so, right, if you're acting contrary to your nature, it can't be good. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. By definition. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, so, so the more one does this good, the more one is free. The more one becomes free. We have to learn how to be free and we have to practice it. it. It doesn't just come naturally by following all of our whims and moods because our whims and moods are often directing us to things that wouldn't be good for us. Mm. Yeah. Um, you, you, Max, you were, you were thinking about talking about uh, like happiness and, and that freedom's yeah. relation to happiness. Right. So, there's a there's a relationship here, obviously, between the free man and the happy man. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, um, Aristotle begins his uh, Nicomachean Ethics by saying, "All men, by nature, desire to know. Why do we desire to know? To be happy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate cause. Like we all want to be happy. Or how are we most happy? We're most happy when we're free. When we're constantly doing the good. Right. That's when we're most free. I was thinking of an example earlier. I was in, uh, we were at mass and I was, and my grandmother came to mind, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't talked to her in a little bit. I was like, I need to give her a call. And I was just thinking about her. Uh, we had a family event over the Christmas break and we were all dancing and hanging out and uh, eating food and, you know, just cracking up and just having a good time. And I looked at my grandmother and there she was looking at all of us mm-hmm. sitting kind of at a distance, but the smile on her face brought, brought joy to me because I knew my grandmother was free at that moment to know that all her choices of making the sacrifice to go to the chapel and pray for us mm. and to raise her kids and to teach him not to eat chocolate cake, <laughs> right? In our case, quesadillas all the time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Quesadillas you know? are good. Quesadillas. Yeah, exactly. it's hard. You know, they're addictive and, uh, and they're loaded with carbs. So they're even more addictive. <laughs> right, yeah. And so like, you know, like all those efforts my grandmother's like taken throughout her life to 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 rightly order if you will my uh, uncles and my mom's own desires and our family's desires and to discipline us you know like now she's seeing the fruits of that yeah and now she's free to dwell if you will within right. the goodness she's kind of fostered and who's more happy my grandmother who's looking at us and who's made a ton and of sacrifices made, yeah. and gone through a lot of pain yeah and a lot of and she, she she's she's really if you want to call she's she's living the the transfiguration Right. She, she's taking on the cross of Christ and it's freed her, mm. you know, and like who's more happy, her or one of my cousins who doesn't have, you know, the best relationship with his parents, per se. Just an example. Right. I'm, I'm not thinking of somebody particularly, but like who has like him who's doing whatever he wants. Is he closer yeah. to the family? Is he actually happy? Yeah. yeah that's or point. or is like my grandmother who's watching us all be together here, you know, happy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I assume that your grandmother I mean, I can't speak yeah. for her, but if you would ask her, would you do it all over again the same way? She'd probably say, yeah, I would. 100%. I called right. her today after that, and that's exactly what was her answer. I was that's like, kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, to, to that very topic, uh, what I'm saying is, like, that's what freedom does to us. 
it, it, it allows us to recognize the good as such, as Joe said, mm-hmm. we have to know the good and mm-hmm. choose the good. Mm-hmm. And she did that. She's done that most of her life. Yeah. She's been a, a, a wholesome woman, obedient, yeah. holy woman. And now she's happy. She can, she can, she can sit in it. You know? Right. And, and, and it's, it's really freed her, right. To, to let go of some of the lower goods, if you will, some of the apparent goods. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and order herself towards the higher goods in life which is community and family, mm-hmm. spirituality, mm-hmm. yes, uh, study, yeah, yeah. discipline. Yeah. These things that at first seem to enslave us, to restrict us almost. Yeah, they're hard. They're, they are hard. They're demanding, right? But isn't that, that's that's what freedom, freedom and responsibility go hand in hand. Yeah, you got to say no to the chocolate cake. You got to know, yeah, exactly. And that hurts. It's it does. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but and like, you know, like Timmy, right? Timmy's yeah. going to grow up one day to be a man, Yeah. right? And let's say he has kids of his own, mm-hmm. right? Or he's a priest, right? Right. So what is he going to do? He's going to have to teach other kids, right? Or his own to do the same thing. Yeah. Right. To be like, look, man, look, Bobby, <laughs> when I was your age, I also loved chocolate cake. Yeah. You're eating strawberry cake. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> let's fix this first. Strawberry cake, no go. But let's, let's, you can't be eating cake all the time. And so like he has a responsibility because he's learned what it is to be a free man, yeah. be who he is, yeah. found his identity, and tell Bobby, hey, you can't be eating cake all the time and squirting water guns in, in, the, in the chapel. You know? <laughs> you know? Like right. he, he teaches him. And, and yeah. so like that, there bears a responsibility there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so... I think I can add to this conversation a little bit too, because one thing I want to talk about is like this idea of self-gift. Now, kind of mm. bear with me here, because I'm going to explain how, how I'm getting from this idea of freedom to this idea of self-gift. Right? Yeah. So the human being has these two things that we always talk about. We have an intellect and we have a will. Yeah. Uh, and they're kind of unique to the human beings. So the intellect is basically saying we can know certain things based on our reason. Right. And then our will is like doing, putting those things into action. Yeah. And we're striving for virtue. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is integrate these three things, our intellect, our will and virtue into our lives so that they all line up. That's what integration means. Like like they want to kind of cooperate with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. So I know the good, I'm willing it and I'm achieving virtue. And when I do that, then that's when I'm choosing those authentic good things. Right. Now, the thing that's cool about this, this is kind of a, this was a breakthrough for me when I kind of like started to realize this. When you authentically choose the good over and over and over again, what you're really doing is you're kind of owning yourself. Mm. It's like self-mastery, Self-mastery, right? It's yeah. like, I want to do this. It's good. The Lord wants me to do it. I'm going to do it, and I want to do it. So now I've kind of broken through, right? Because I'm not just doing something because I'm scared to go to hell, right? Or right. I, uh, you know, I know my parents will get mad at me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's like, because the Lord wants me to do that. I love the Lord. I'm going to do it. You're right? freely choosing to do it. Right. So when you own yourself like that, what can you do now? Now you can give yourself as a self-gift. Mm. Now you can give yourself to others. And that's how you love, right? When you yeah. give yourself to right. others. That's what Christ did for us. He gave himself to us yeah. because he owns himself and he did what he wanted to do, yeah. even though it was hard for him. Think about the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Max I was actually I was just, about today. just about to bring that up. Yeah, like, go ahead. Yeah. So like the Garden of Gethsemane, you see his suffering. As a matter of fact, three times he went up to pray and came back down. Yeah. You know? And what was he praying for? God, if you will, please take this chalice from me. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. And actually, in no other part of Scripture, really, do you see such a such a desire to to not do the will of God, or at least at least despair for a little bit. Yeah. Suffer. Take on the suffering of man onto himself. There's speculation that he actually suffered some psychological uh, detriment at that time. Mm. He was sweating blood. Yeah. That's that's a real psychological. Um, issue yeah. that happens to a lot. 
when they're under great levels of anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. And so three times this happened. And each time he also commanded his friends to pray for him. Yeah. 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 And what do they do? They fell asleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like Sam said, this is this is the gift of of Christ knowing who he was, who he was, who he who God, his father, commanded him to be. You know, to give himself up for man. Yeah. And he willed it. That's the thing. Yeah. At he, the at the end of the day, he says, Let let your will be done, not mine. He freely chose it. He, and then he chose it. And then he went through the whole thing and what it ha what happened? He saved all of humanity. Yes. Yeah. Right. So when he's on the cross, pinned to a cross, it might look like he's a slave. Right? It might look like his freedom's being restricted. Right. He's, 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 he's almost naked. Right. You know, he's he's on the top of this mountain. It's Passover weekend, right? The whole the whole club is in there. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's around. Everybody's you know, looking it's, at it's him. It's a big it's a big feast day. Like he's being slaughtered. His as a mother's there. Yeah. Yes. His best friends are there. Yeah. Disciples, apostles are there. You know, and and they're watching this happen to him. And we like to conclude oftentimes, this man's not free. How? How is he free? He's literally attached to a cross, right? With nails going through his body. He's bleeding. He's unconscious almost. You know, they're whipping him. They're making fun of him. How is this man possibly free? Right. Mm -hmm. What's because he chose it? Right. It's because he ordered himself towards the ultimate good. It's like redeeming the world. Because, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, like going back to Sam's example, like God asks us ourselves to take on that same incarnational you know, uh, life to live out these, these principles within our own life, not as a burden, right? Not as a burden, but rather as, as a gift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's uh, and that's just, that's the paradox of freedom. And I think that's why there's a lot of confusion about it is because I mean, yeah, you look at the image of Christ on the cross, no one looks less free than he does, mm -hmm. but at the same, no one's ever been more free than right. Jesus Christ right. was. Absolutely. In that moment. And uh, John Paul II, one of the great saints, he said that freedom, the reason we, have been given the gift of freedom is precisely so that we can love. Mm. We're given freedom not to hold it to ourselves and just keep all our options open. Our freedom, our freedom is given to us so that we can make, like Sam said, make a gift of ourselves and love. Um, I think of all these people today, especially like guys around our age, you know, who are out mm. in the, out in the world who are like, you know, they're just, they're, they're sleeping around with girls and they're, they don't want to get married because like they don't want to mm. be confined Committed. or constricted. They don't want to, they want to like keep their options open and stay quote unquote free. But that's totally backwards because until they give themselves fully to one person, mm. they're not truly free to love anybody. Right. Yeah. They're only going to be able to love once they make the gift of themselves, which involves sacrifice, which involves limiting their option, mm. which involves being in one sense restricted, but precisely to get set free. And I think this is, I think freedom, what it does to us is it allows us to break out of our own egocentric Egos. kind yeah. of like you know, yeah. narcissistic worlds. I think so many of us, human nature is inclined to be so wrapped up in ourselves, but it's not until we break out of that and give ourselves away for others that we'll really be fulfilled. And I think that's why, you know, one of, one of Christ's yeah. saying is whoever, whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Save it. It's because by, by going out from ourselves, that's mm -hmm. how we come to ourselves by right. giving ourselves away. That's how we become free. Yeah. That's a super good point. Well, and I think, I think we should acknowledge like this is a hard thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's not easy. No. And, and like, like I was talking about the intellect and will, like we know it's right and we don't do the right How thing. How many times? It's I mean, yeah, like every time you go to confession, you're like, father, oh my right. gosh, I knew I should have done this, but I didn't. Right. And it's just like, I mean, we know the right answer and we are sitting here talking yeah. about it, but it, it's just so hard to do. Because we're not free yet. Because we I, have to grow I, in it. And you know, you, you, I, I want to like, I want to kind of hammer this point a little bit. Like also when we constantly choose a good, we also know 
what the good is, what the next good is. Yeah. You know, the more we are like the more, aware of the yeah, good. The more yeah, you, yeah. The more you become aware, mm-hmm. the more you're free to decide, the more you're free to know. Mm-hmm. Like that's what freedom does. It's not just of being able to do the right thing. It's to being able to know the right thing. Yeah. Right. And combining, like you said, both intellect and will oriented towards love. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and another thing is that's why Christ gave us the sacraments, right? Because this is hard. We cannot do it on our own. If you try to do it on your own, you're going to fail. You know, that's, yeah. we need the sacramental life. We got to have mass. We got to have reconciliation. We got to have the true presence and we got to sit in front of the Lord, uh, in front of the Holy, uh, Eucharist. And I just think that that's a really important thing yeah. to, to mention. You know, Christ said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. He said, if you you remain in my word you will be my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free he came he came to set us free i think about how many guys i i you know i know a lot of you know people in college who you know they go through the same routine every week they get super you know they get trashed on saturday night they wake up on sunday morning and they're like dang man i shouldn't do this anymore like Mm -hmm. okay next weekend i'm not going to drink next weekend i'm going to take it off so i can like get some sleep get focused on my studies Next weekend, so they've chosen to, they've chosen what's good. They've recognized what's good and they've chosen it. But the next weekend comes around and they just find themselves in the bars again. And like, it's not just them, like on a smaller, smaller level with us too. It's like, you know, we, we, okay, I've got an hour free time later today. I need to study. And then we find ourselves well, on YouTube or like on Instagram, like or happens happy. every time, right, little man. stuff like this. <laughs> so Jacques Philippe, I was reading time for God recently. And Jacques Philippe said, freedom is not the ability to just follow our moods at whim. Freedom is the ability to hold fast to the fundamental choices that we make for mm. our own good, despite whatever our moods might incline us to. And right. I think that's it. And like we've said, like Christ, for, I mean, for, for love, so that eventually we can love And it's that very love that we get to participate in the life of God, right? Yeah. Charity. That's yeah. like ultimately what we're called to live out, and that's how we do it, by giving ourselves up for the ultimate goal of love yeah. for mankind and uh, for, for the salvation of souls, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, guys, good talk. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is awesome. We'll settle the grizzly bear thing later. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody out there knows the correct answer. Yeah, uh, they do. They the do actually. They do. Yeah, the really, grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Logos Podcast. And as always, God bless.